Good afternoon. On uh, behalf of Thelma's family, we want to really thank all of you for making the time to join us. I know for some of you it's been quite a day, and uh, you put some miles uh, on, the, on the road to get here. And, and we're really looking forward to a, a wonderful celebration of Thelma's life. Amen? And, you know, I, I got to tell you, I've uh, had the privilege, I'm, I'm Pastor Richie, and, and had the privilege to... Uh, really enjoy Thelma's company for years and years. And, and in fact, uh, this is sort of a mixed time for me. Uh, Thelma would sit right about there where, where Sally, that, that was her spot. And uh, this is particularly kind of a mixed emotion for me because uh, many of you may know that it's the NBA uh, finals. And uh, Thelma and I had a tradition during the NBA playoffs. Uh, Sunday morning, she would come early and I would go sit and she would hold my hand and we would talk about Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors, and uh, I, she's got to be ecstatic, she's got to be ecstatic, uh, you know, uh, I don't know if she's going to be able to see the finals, uh, but, uh, you know, Sunday mornings, I really enjoyed those times, and, and she was an avid Steph Curry fan, and we would just chat about the Warriors, and uh, then we would start service, so uh, special memories, special memories, and just really look forward to celebrating her life, and uh, we know that when we have memorials, you know, it's a time of grief as well and mourning, and, and you have permission. We call it around here permission to be human, okay? Everyone here uh, is here out of love, and you have your own unique relationship, your own unique memories with Thelma, and, uh, you know, she passed on Easter of all days, and, and so really it's not been that long. And so I always give per- people permission to grieve at your own rate, you know? Um, you might hear something today. You might see something on the slides that, that may make you... You tear up a little bit out of love and, and remembrance, and you know what? That's okay. That's love, and, and, and that's just part of your journey together. Uh, sometimes people are like, oh, you know, it's been a few weeks. You know, you should be, should be over it. No, you know, you're not going to get over 98 years uh, in a few weeks, and, and that's, what, that's what makes moments like this special. Uh, as mixed as it might be, there's, there's a sense of celebration, and afterwards we're going to invite you to a wonderful uh, celebration next door here uh, with some food and snacks, and you can reminisce together. Uh, one of the things I really do uh, also like about the memorials is it brings family together, family and friends, and it's an occasion uh, where maybe you'll be able to touch base and catch up with someone uh, before you leave here this afternoon. So uh, if you join me, we're going to open in a word of prayer, and then we're going to sing one of Thelma's uh, favorite songs, Amazing Grace together. So Father, thank you for Thelma Berman. Thank you uh, for what she meant to each person here in this room. Uh, Father, it is just a room filled with love. I think of the photos uh, that are outside, a history, a story, your story, uh, Thelma's story of her journey with you and her family. And so Father, as we continue to grieve, as we continue to mourn, and, and even today as we celebrate, we ask you to be in our midst. We ask you to comfort those who need comfort. Yeah, we ask you, Lord, to, to really bless our time as family and friends as we celebrate the life of our dear sister Thelma. In Jesus' name, amen. So if you would uh, stand, let's sing Amazing Grace together. I once was lost. 
be seated. Tina's going to come up and she's going to read Psalm 23. Hello everyone. Hi. Yeah, we practice this. <laughs> oh, it's good to see Thelma's family and friends here. Okay, so I'm reading The Lord is My Shepherd, Psalm 23, it's a psalm of David. The Lord is my shepherd, and I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me to a path of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies, and you anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Before we... Uh, read the obituary by Dennis. Really nice. Uh, we wanted to show you a video. Uh, we're going to read the obituary, and it's kind of a timeline of Thelma's life story, but uh, the video was just so well done that we wanted to give you an opportunity. Some of you may have come in late. Uh, we wanted to show you um, Thelma's life through song and through slides. So, uh, Jordan, if you can cue that up, we're going to enjoy Thelma's uh, life on the screens. Father and loving mother fly across the lonely years and old home 
dreams of my childhood in fond memory appear precious memories how they linger how they sacred scenes unfold up the photo album Matthew had made Memories of a life that's been loved Dad always told me don't you cry when you're down But mum there's a tear every time that I blink Oh I'm in pieces it's tearing me up but I know a heart that's broke is a heart that's been loved So I'll sing hallelujah You were an angel in the shape of my mom When I fell down you'd be there holding me up Spread your wings as you go And when God takes you back He'll say hallelujah Sing hallelujah You were an angel in the shape of my mom When I fell down you'd be there holding me up Spread your wings as you go And when God takes you back Say hallelujah To see the person I have become Spread your wings and I know That when God took you back He said hallelujah Sadness is from me. I do anything for more time. Never before. 
Have I told you lately that I love you? Have I told you there's no one else above you? You fill my heart with gladness, take away all my sadness, ease my troubles, that's what you do.
Very nice. I'm going to read the obituary that's in the uh, programs there and uh, hear Thelma's story through the obituary. Thelma Berman, our loving and caring mother, grandmother, great-grandmother, and friend, passed away on Easter, April 17th, 2022, at the age of 98 years in Ojai, California. She is now resting and rejoicing with her Lord and Savior, Jesus. Thelma was born in Princeton, Minnesota, to Anton and Hulda Sando. She was the youngest of six children. She moved to California with her parents in 1941. On December 24, 1942, she married Kermit Berman, and they shared 62 wonderful years together before he passed away in 2005 after a long illness. They lived in Santa Monica, Colton, Culver City, and Palmdale before moving to Ojai in 1974 to retire and be with other retired friends of the tight-knit Trinity Couples group from the Trinity Baptist Church in Santa Monica. Thelma was always active in her church and the school activities of her two sons and the PTA, honorary life member, and Cub Scouts. She was a den mother. She greatly enjoyed creating her beautiful arts and crafts and was most avid about her needlepoint stitching, creating countless beautiful and meaningful treasures. She valued her sisters in the PEO, charitable organization, and was president of the PV Lancaster and MG Ventura. Thelma is survived by her youngest son, Dennis, and his wife, Marilyn, three grandchildren, Jason, Carrie, husband, Chris, and Jamie, husband, John, 
and four great-grandchildren, Sophia, Maverick, Lindsay, and Ryan. Preceding her in her death were her parents, her husband and love Kermit, sons Kermit II and Kenneth, brother Don, and sisters Leona and Muriel. Right. And uh, it's interesting when you read the obituary. Uh, just how many of you through that slideshow and the obituary, how many of you just triggered maybe a memory? Just something. You're like, oh, I forgot about that. Or I remember that. And, and that's the value of doing this. That's the value of getting together. And, you know, I thought of one verse that uh, I wanted to share just before we have a time of sharing. And it comes from 2 Timothy. Actually, it's three verses. It says, Paul, the Apostle Paul says, as for me, my life has already been poured out as an offering to God. The time of my death is near. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race, and I have remained faithful. And now the prize awaits me, the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give me on the day of his return. And the prize is not just for me, but for all who eagerly look forward to his appearing. I love verse 7. It says, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race, and I have remained faithful. You know when I, see, when I read that, you know who comes to mind? Thelma. I have fought the good fight, I have finished the race, and I have remained faithful. And somehow, it's, it's strange, I, I had so many conversations with her right there, I can almost hear her saying that in her voice, in the Thelma voice. You know, however you hear Thelma, I have fought the good fight, you know, and, you know, and I mean that with all love, because man, I just love talking with her, and she had that one voice, right? It was, it was just, just so unique. And so the, verse 7, he's looking back, and he says, you know what, I fought the good fight, I finished the race. I remain faithful. How many would just want to be able to look back on your life in the same way? Like contentment, joy, peace. And, and, and I just see that so much in Thelma. Just contentment, joy, and peace. And then he says in verse 8, now the prize awaits me. And, and really it's a prize it's called the crown of righteousness to those who are faithful. And there's another word. That's just the word that I think of Thelma, faithful. And even towards the last several weeks of her life, as she was still able to come here, uh, you know, I would come and I would sit there and I would sit next to her and I, and I would say, hi, Thelma, how are you doing? She goes, huh? And she would lean like way over. And I'm like, how are you? She says, I'm good. You know, I can't hear a thing, but I'm good. And you know what I would say to her every Sunday? But you're here. Right? She was dressed up in the Thelma look, right, in the Thelma seat, and she was here early. She was here early, and I just remember that so many Sundays. I can't hear you at all when you're up there. I'm like, it's okay. You're here. And you know what you're here means? Faithful. Just faithful. And, and I bet we'll hear stories in her family of just faithfulness. And Thelma reminds me that we can make a difference in our life, and we don't have to do something grandiose. We don't have to be on the newspapers and on the TV. You know what? We just have to love. We just have to love. Love our family. Love those around us. Be there. Uh, I, I look at that. I've seen that slideshow now probably five or six times just in preparation. And you know what that is? That's just love. Faithfulness, right? The memories, the birthdays, the trips, the graduations, you know. And, and who's there? Thelma and Kermit. Grandma and Grandpa. Grandma and Grandpa. Just being there. And so I just want to encourage us, uh, you know, sometimes when we get together for memorials, it's a time to reflect. So maybe just reflect on Thelma. Faithfulness, contentment, peace, love. And how many people she impacted just by doing that. Just be you. Thelma was just Thelma. I love that. I love that. 
you know, when she would dress up and be so cute. It was just because that's who she was. She wasn't trying to impress anyone. That's how she was raised. That's her generation. So she would come to church. But she was so loving and kind to so many people here. And just in her very quiet way, she impacted the church family here. So I want to let her family know she made an impact here. And we loved her dearly in her quiet and spirit, her quiet, sweet spirit. So uh, we're going to give you a chance to share if you'd like. Okay, I know sometimes you get nervous and you know there's people here, but that's okay. It's love. And Bill is going to have a microphone. If you want to use a microphone, you're welcome to. If you feel like your voice is going to carry uh, and you would prefer not to use a microphone, you could do that. Um, but just a story, something, a special memory. We want to give you, her family and friends, an opportunity to do this. So, uh, Bill, uh, Dennis is going to start us off. And then after that, uh, you can put your hands up and we'll make the rounds. Well, that video took away everything I was going to say. There was so much in the video. Mom was so gracious. She's beautiful. And she loved unconditionally. She loved Kermit. She loved me, despite all the dumb things I did in life. But she was special. She was always impeccably dressed, every hair perfectly, perfectly in place. And, you know... Thanks to my daughters, they kept her well supplied with beautiful garments to wear every Christmas on Clockwork. You guys just, you know, made mom sparkle because she got a, a new top. And it's got sparkly stuff, and she just loved it. So, but she was a gracious person. Um, again, she loved unconditionally. Um, we like to think... Uh, at least on the Berman side, that um, mom had the longevity that she was able to live her life. She had a lot of uh, trials and tribulations she had to go through. But we always knew that it was her five cups of coffee and her um, chocolates that she ate every day is what sustained her to be 98 years old. <laughs> and it's mostly the fault of my uncle, Jim, because he would send every year a package of nut goodies from Minnesota, and Mom would just treasure those. I mean, she would keep them frozen so she could eat one, like, every other week or every month. <laughs> but she, she loved her sweets. She loved her ice cream. But, you know, what really stained my mom or sustained her was uh, her love of the Lord, her love of my dad. Uh, she loved her family. Um, you know, it was just, it was a pure love. And she, you know, she lived that every day. A lot of us, you know, we kind of fade in and out of our faith and our love. But mom was able to do it constantly. Even when she was going through a lot of problems and trials and tribulations when my dad got sick. So, you know, it was the strength she had to go through what she went through and never complained and supported you know, my dad until he passed. And he, um, she loved her arts and crafts. Um, she did countless um, uh, centerpieces and uh, grab bags and other types of, of artwork and, and arts and crafts that she did for her PEO organization that she was part of. She loved her uh, sisters at PEO. And uh, she loved her uh, needlework. She was 
just had some of the most beautiful needlework that she's done. Um, and a lot of it hangs in, in the house today. Um, but, you know, her faith sustained her. And when I, when I, when I was going through a lot of the paperwork and a lot of her personal items, I came across a letter that she had written. A couple of her friends had given her an encouragement basket about three years before my dad passed. And, you know, so my mom was going through a tough time because my uh, dad was having, you know, seizures all the time. And, um, you know, she never complained. But I found this letter, and I just want to read a little bit. And this is really... <clears throat> really the basis of what sustained my mom and my dad. On December 24th, Current and I were married 59 years. The last 27 have been a trial of Kermit's health. Three heart attacks, open heart surgery, and a stroke. Many times I find myself wondering, how can I go on? But then I read Proverbs 14:29. A patient man has great understanding, but a quick-tempered man displays folly. Or Proverbs uh, 18, 14. A man's spirit sustains him in sickness, but a crushed spirit who can bear. That is so true in our lives. Kermit never lost his temper or felt sorry for himself, even though his stroke left him unable to do much. He has such strength and encourages me. I realize how lucky I am that he is a man of God. We have been through a lot. World War II, uh, my dad was a B-17 pilot with 35 missions. Mom was at home giving birth to my brother. Then the loss of their second child, Kenneth, with polio after two and a half years. Such a small child in his huge iron lung. After three days, called him home to be in his loving arms. God has been our fortress and our strength throughout our lives. So that, that in a nutshell, describes my mom. She was cantankerous, yeah. She, she wasn't perfect. And, um, and I inherited some of the slight sarcasm that my mom can show sometimes. But she was really, you know, a really lovely lady. And I miss her. I'll miss her. But uh, she's in a place she wanted to be. She kept on saying, I'm, I'm ready to go. And, you know, she passed on Easter. I mean, she had something going on with, with the Lord up there <laughs> to be able to work that one out, you know. So, anyway, thanks. Hi, I'm Kathy. And uh, I'm a member of this church, and so I got to know Thelma really well the last couple of years because <laughs> I helped her bring her to church on Sundays. So I'd show up, just like Dennis is saying, it was so cute. So there she is on her front door. She was always outside on the stairs waiting for me, and I'd pick her up every Sunday. <laughs> uh, and so there she is, you know, early, dressed to the nines, you know, and uh, 
anyway, she was an inspiration to me uh, because I'm like, wow, there she is, you know, she's in her 90s, made it all the way to 98. You don't, you don't do that with uh, out a lot of fortitude and determination. And uh, so I'll just share one other cute story that, uh, so I take her to her eye appointments too. So uh, we're there in the waiting room and, and uh, you know, all these other people. And they, so we're chatting it up with the other people. And so uh, he goes, you know, one man, he goes, well, I'm 88, you know. <laughs> Another guy, he goes, well, I'm 86, you know. And they were, I mean, that's great. I mean, there they are. Anyway, and at first, Thelma wouldn't say. She was, you know, just not going to. I go, Thelma, you know, you should speak up. You're 98. <laughs> <laughs> so then uh, she got a little bolder, and so the next times uh, she got to saying it to them and everybody, I'm 98 and a half. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yes, Thelma, yes, you know. And uh, anyway, bless her heart. She just, uh, she just meant a lot to me, and I loved her a lot. I'm the greeter at church, and Delma's last name is Berman. Mine is Herman. So every morning, every Sunday morning, she'd come to church, and I would always say, good morning, Mrs. Berman. And she'd say, good morning, Mrs. Herman. <laughs> and I really miss that. <laughs> Some of you may know me, I'm not sure you do, but uh, I was Kermit's uh, younger brother. He was the oldest in our family and I was the youngest, so I'm still here, the only one left. But anyway, uh, I wanted to talk about Thel for just a minute. I did share this at the graveside earlier, so some of you already heard some of the things I said, but uh, we'll just repeat it anyway. So Thel was a solid Christian woman. I mean, she was in love with Jesus. Thank God. But, uh, so I don't break down here. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give you a couple of things that uh, would happen, uh, fun things, back in the old days. Uh, during Christmas times, we lived in Minnesota, in the cold winters up there. Everybody knows Minnesota. Anyway, uh, we, we were kind of dirt poor. We didn't have anything. We didn't have running water in our house or any of that type of stuff. So we had an outhouse. Well, they'd come home for Christmas, and uh, Thel wasn't too interested in cold weather. Uh, anyway, when she had to uh, use the facilities outside, you'd, she'd sprint from the house to the outhouse, and it spent about two seconds out there, and then she was back in because she couldn't take that cold weather. But uh, she had to use the facilities, but she made quick use of it. So anyway, uh, just... Uh, she was a great woman. She was gifted in hospitality that won't end. Everybody from Minnesota wanted to come out in the winter and visit them. I mean, it was just uh, people coming constantly. And they would put the 
Kermit and Thel would put them up, show them all of the good parts of California, and uh, never complain, feed them, and just went on and on and on, and never once a complaint. Uh, everybody loved them. So uh, we're going to miss Thels terribly. I'm not going to spend a lot of time here, but uh, one thing I, I said at the graveside, an old saying that when someone you love becomes a memory, the memory becomes a treasure. And that's the way with Thel. I encourage you to continue sharing stories uh, at the reception afterwards. And uh, before we uh, sing a closing song, uh, I want to share with you, uh, we are recording this uh, via camera right now. So if you know someone who couldn't be here, not feeling well or whatever, uh, it's going to be on our website uh, by tomorrow. So they can uh, view the whole uh, service and they can watch the slideshow as well. And then we're going to do our best. Uh, Jordan's going to get the file to the family if you want to make DVDs or anything like that you'll be able to do that so just want to let you know that uh, if you know someone who couldn't be here there'll be an opportunity for them to uh, celebrate Thelma's life along with us so uh, Shiloh why don't you come on up we're going to sing uh, another song one of uh, Thelma's favorite called How Great Thou Art so why don't we stand together and let's sing How Great Thou Art
when Christ shall come with shouts of acclamation and lead me home what joy shall fill my heart then I shall bow with humble adoration and then proclaim my God how great thou art and sings my soul my Savior God to thee how great thou art how great thou art then sings my soul my Savior God to thee how great Thank you for the privilege to gather as family and friends this afternoon to celebrate the life of Thelma Berman. Thank you for her example. Thank you for the many lives she's touched in 98 years. So, Father, uh, we continue to ask your blessings upon our time of uh, fellowship, our time of reminiscing, our time of sharing uh, precious memories. Thank you again for everything uh, you have blessed us with. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to invite you to a reception. You can go through these doors if you'd like. You can also go around the bathrooms in the hallway that way. I invite you to a reception. Uh, there's refreshments, drinks, and just kind of celebrating Thelma's life together. You are dismissed. <laughs>